0: Welcome to Clocking Time with RTC Fitness, and today we are here with Katie Gamby. Hi, Katie. Hey. Can I call you Katie G? You can. Do people call you that? No, but you can. (laughs) First time's (laughs) yours. Okay, I'm just going to say, before we we start talking about anything, and you tell us a little bit about yourself, I... I also like to just call you like boulder shoulders cause <laughs> uh, I said that to you another time, but I just think if, if I were in a dark alley, which I never would be cause I'm a furry cat, but uh-huh. if I were, and then you were coming at me, I would, I would turn and run away uh-huh. or I'd, Dart into a dark shadow. I feel like your it's, shoulders are
1: way I don't more know. You just light. like,
0: Urgh. people am see are like,
1: so. Are you an ex yeah, swimmer? So oh. that's,
0: what's the, that's what it's from. Okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just thought I'd get that up. Thank okay. you. All right. Tell us a little bit about yourself, besides the fact that you were an ex swimmer, and you can talk more about that uh, too. Sure. I'm an ex swimmer. Um, yeah. So, what I do for like my daily life is that what you're any just if you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and then we can get more into your job and
1: yeah um so I grew up around here so I went to green high school back in the day and uh lived in Toledo for the last 10 years and Mm -hmm. then moved back a couple years ago for a job and yeah I I have a husband but most of the things I do, it revolves around work, because I love my work, so besides the gym, that's yeah. usually what I'm doing. Um Yeah, my family's around here, too, so that's really nice, especially during the pandemic. That's been yeah. really nice to have them around, and yeah, I just I just work a lot. I know okay. that sounds like pretty boring, but no,
0: that's kind of what I'm about. Okay, yeah. Yeah. well, tell us about your work. Like, yeah. What led you to the work that you do, and... Right. Um, <clears throat> what you do and just I'd love to hear more about it.
1: Yeah. So, I I am a clinical mental health therapist by trade. Um and I went on and got my doctorate. I think I graduated in 2017. So, Wait, should we be calling you Dr. G? Um no. Oh, okay. I mean, you I, I that's what my students call me, but not I here. Like to, so
0: <laughs> Dr. G with the bolder shoulders. <laughs> All right, Katie. I'm like, that does it. have a nice ring to it. That is does. To it does. Make your students add that to Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh.
1: Um, yeah, I'll just put, like, hashtag <laughs> yeah. folder shoulders in all of my yeah, email signatures. for sure. Oh, perfect. Okay. I would love this for me. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got my doctorate, and so now I teach people how to be mental health counselors. Um, so I see probably seven or eight clients a week, and then mostly my job is to teach. So that's, okay. that's a majority of what I do. Um, do you teach undergrad, graduate? I teach Master's master, graduate, okay, okay. master students. So okay. yeah, you can't do clinical mental health counseling without a master's degree. Okay. So most people who go on um, to be a counselor, they they have master's degrees okay. in counseling. Um, so yeah, it's a huge passion of mine. I didn't ever think I would go get a graduate degree. I remember yeah. in my undergrad, I um, had a professor pull me aside and tell me that he thought I should go get a Masters and I
0: laughed in his face and look at me now. I yeah. went on even further. <laughs> well, what was so. your undergrad degree in? In psychology. In psychology. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But what were you intending then at that point? Where did you see yourself with the bachelor's degree? Yeah, so I was I was really invested in my
1: church at the time, so okay. I thought I was gonna do like church ministry or something okay. like that. Um, but that I, I did an internship and I was like, nah, this isn't yeah. for me and so I think I I learned through that process that I really liked helping the people that were helping people if that makes sense so the people that I was on staff with I really wanted to help them better serve the people that they were serving and so mental health counseling just felt like the kind of right way and there have been like little things obviously along the way that kind of helped with that but I mean so probably it was like 10 years ago this was like a kind of a budding field it wasn't something that was as popular I feel like as it is now and there was a lot of shame and bias mm-hmm. around people Absolutely. who sought out counseling yeah. so now I feel like so many more people are open to it and and willing to talk about their struggles with their mental health or even just not even mm-hmm. struggles just like challenges that come yeah. up over time um but back back then I, I was like yeah I'm a mental health counselor <laughs> like I would kind yeah. yeah, of not really share it very often and back then isn't so long ago. no it wasn't thing, it really right? wasn't it really yeah. wasn't yeah, yeah. But it just it feels like the energy around that is much different today than yeah. it is even why back do you, ten years why ago. Do you, think that is? do you think
0: some of it is pandemic?
1: I do, or, and I think social media mm-hmm. has been a big influence in terms of how open people are yeah. about it now. Um, I think a lot of people did go to counseling, just no one talked about it. And I think now we have access to so many people, which is good and bad. Right. Um, but I think now a lot of people are talking about it on social media, so people are. Just noticing, oh, there are more people that maybe I that are going that I didn't recognize or realize yeah. were going. Yeah. And I think celebrities too have got kind of on board and been more open about it too, and that's probably been helpful as well. But yeah, I think those are some of the some of the things. But yeah, the pandemic for sure has been has been a I think a catalyst yeah. for for people seeking out help. It's been it's been hard
0: for so many people in so many different ways. Um, what do you think is the key? Do you think, I mean, I often think to some degree it's the isolation that mm-hmm. it brought for so many people, Yeah, which I know there's a population of people that embrace that to some degree, sure. and it was a healthy thing. You know, they were spending more time with their families and mm-hmm. spending more time together with the people that they mm-hmm. love, But that certainly isn't everybody's... Scenario. Yeah. So do you think for many it is the isolation that led to some of the mental Yes. anxiety?
1: Um, we know that having good community support is a huge protective factor, and protective factor just means that it kind of insulates you from having challenges with your yeah. mental health. And so because we were being asked to isolate from people for good reason, to try to keep each other safe, if people didn't have other coping resources or ways to help themselves through that, and their main method of coping was connecting with others, which is a huge part of being human, um, when you take that away, and you don't have much else, you know, to help you through something like that, Yeah. yeah, I mean... And I and I think many of us probably uh, right before the pandemic were just hanging on by a thread. So one extra thing is just the, just last, just like, straw yeah, the last straw too. Straw. So yeah. I I don't think it was just the pandemic, yeah. it's like how you know, how well were things going for you yeah. right ahead of that too. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I think I think that's a big part of RTC for me is the community aspect. I moved back here right before the pandemic hit and so I didn't have really any connections or community. Um I mean I had my family but mm-hmm you know, I didn't have any friends or people that I really connected to. And so coming here has been a way to get connected to like the community, but also to have people that I know and see on a consistent basis. I, I just didn't have that before. So, um, to me, that's a huge part of why I continue to come here. I think it's been super helpful for me, especially, I mean, working out, but also having people around that are kind and friendly and care about you and ask you how you're doing. Um, and that really is unique. Yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah. unique thing about right. a gym, for sure. Yeah. I've been to a ton of gyms over the course of my life, and this is this place is unique and special, and I love it so much. So it's a big part of, I think, why I'm still doing okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. And, you know, it's also okay to not be doing okay right now. It's a really
0: stressful time. Um,
1: but, and yeah, anyway. I love how
0: you, you brought that up, though, like that connection to RTC and the yeah. idea of connectivity, because everything I read, you know, about mental health, and I have been reading, you know, I'm typically a fiction reader, I'm yeah. an English teacher as well, <laughs> right. but this year I have read a lot of more nonfiction, yeah. just more like self-help kind mm-hmm. of things, and ev- everything comes back to that, mm-hmm. to that sense of feeling connected to other yeah. people, Yeah. Um, and I was uh, at a workshop and listening to, she's actually a counselor at Perry, but oh, okay. she was giving a speech and a talk, and You know, and she says it's it's all so simple, like Mm -hmm. how simple it is. Put Mm -hmm. down your device Mm -hmm. and look someone in the eye Mm -hmm. and listen to them. Mm -hmm. That's what people need. Yep. you know. I know. It's it is so true, Mm -hmm. but but we're not doing but we're not doing that (laughs) at all. I mean, you know, some people are, I think, but and that's what kids need. That's that's just what everybody needs. Like just that feeling of value that someone's giving you a like an undivided yeah section of time yeah I don't know do you do you think it's so simple but yet so it's not
1: right and I think I think before we could have said like without a shadow of a doubt like this is what you need but it's really hard when there's people telling you again for good reason like to try to balance the health and safety of people around you and trying to figure out how do I do that and also like get my needs met yeah ah, like, you know, we already weren't good at it, so how are we supposed to do that in the midst of a time where we're really supposed to kind of be a little bit more careful with that? Um, And everyone has come to their own conclusions about that. That's also something that's been, I can't tell you how many times in a counseling session we just come back to, like, people having real problems with their family members or their friends Mm. because they've come to a different conclusion about what they're going to do in the pandemic versus their family and it creates a lot of tension in families and I understand that and it's it's just a really challenging time to navigate all of it yeah um so I think in some of those ways too the people that you're normally used to like relying on and you know talking to and getting support from if you if you don't see eye to eye on this topic it's been a really divisive thing mm. so people are that's also really losing point. friends right. on
0: top of forgetting that's I one f- little piece of yeah you know someone's yeah. whether it's their political views right. or whatever right. it's not it's, it's just been 100% like, who they are it's like yet, yeah, right now. yeah yeah it was sure. some.
1: it was a piece of them before but now it's just come to the forefront so yeah. everyone's not everyone there's a lot of people that yeah. are really struggling with okay what do I do with this person that I really care about but they don't they don't like necessarily agree about the things that yeah. I agree about. Like, how do I navigate those conversations? Yeah. And that's something that's definitely new that I've seen as we've yeah. tried to... I mean, now it's been two years, but as we were starting yeah. with the pandemic, it was like trying to figure out how to navigate those yeah. conversations and all of that. So, yeah, it's been... And, and I think people might not realize, too, like therapists, this is... No one in grad school is like, so... Here's how you counsel someone through a global (laughs) pandemic, (laughs) as well as taking care of yourself as you're counseling people through a global pandemic, because you're also going through it too. Most of the time when you're sitting with a client, you may have experienced what they've experienced maybe in the past or resolved it or are working on it, you know, yourself going through your own therapy. But never have I been in a situation that my client's also in, every client's also been in. Mm we're all in it together yeah. and navigating it in real time yeah. for myself as I'm sitting with a client navigating it in real time for them. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to, it's a lot to manage. So I'm, I go to my own therapist too, so I can process, I mean my own stuff because I don't know how
0: else I would be able to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's interesting. That's yeah. Um, I was just thinking about something you said to about, you know, all of us like just struggling to have these, like we need the connectivity, but yeah. then struggling to have the conversations yes. and strategies for that. Because uh-huh. I, as a high school teacher, I, I advise our social justice team, and yeah. we're planning a mental wellness day in January, which yeah. we always do. But long story short, the kids on the team, like that's exactly what they said. Uh-huh. That's the first thing we need. We need sessions that are like strategies of how to talk to people that we don't agree with. Mm-hmm. So it's it's mm-hmm. it's every it's not just adults. it's adults mm-hmm. it's teenagers it's yeah. they're, they're feeling that same angst mm-hmm. about. Like, mm-hmm. how do I talk like how can we just get along? Yeah, even if I yeah. don't agree with right. you. Right. So their feel it's yeah. it's just uh It is global. It's, it feeling is. of oh like we all know what the problem is, but, yeah. but how do we how do we attack it and yeah. make yeah. it better? Yeah. So and exactly. then, you know, we preach empathy and kindness, yeah. it starts there. Mm-hmm. It starts there. Yeah. Put yourself in their shoes yes. and all the things. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. You know, so, and then, then having to come back to that <laughs> myself over and over again. Yeah. Like yeah.
1: I, I am I am one person with one opinion and it doesn't mean that I'm going to be right on every yeah. single thing. And yeah. so like thinking about that for my own self yeah. too, like, because I think it's so easy to come to your own conclusions and think yeah. your ways, the the one yeah. and only right and true way. And it's like, if we all, <coughs> if we all think that way, no one is going to be able to come together right. and say right. like, is there a way for us to have different opinions and, and still work together for yeah. the, like, the health and the health and safety of our communities? Um, so I have to do that religiously like
0: over and over again.
1: Okay, like I don't know everything. I don't know everything. I don't know everything. You know. Yeah. Um
0: but I think as a so. therapist do you think and I'm I'm comfortable saying, you know, I've also sought therapy this year. Yeah. I think we do feel like it's do you feel like people like there's pressure on you to to have the answers in oh, some sure. way? Cuz I know <laughs> I went into it somewhat blindly thinking, yeah. all right, this this lady's just gonna fix everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've used that phrase too. Yeah, and she kind of yeah. gave me a look one time. Right. right. Yeah, that, that's really not how it works. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, but the but just that like you're kind of looking to this person uh-huh. for all right. Can you figure this all out yeah. for me? Is there is there a pressure in that from the from the end of there's a pressure your end in that from yeah. from clients?
1: But as soon as I like. The idea in therapy is that we don't tell our clients what to do. We don't give advice. Yeah. We un- help them uncover for themselves the answers that they've had all along. So there is no pressure on my end. Okay. When a client says, what do you think? I go, what do you think?
0: Oh, I know. I don't <laughs> do that. It's so rude. It is. I just ask you the question. You're supposed to answer it. Also, yeah. I just want to know, do they teach you in school like, how to handle long, awkward silences? Because oh, my gosh. It's my that favorite that thing. Do you, is there a class on that? Um, I been asked the my class laptop. on I'm that. like, is this, how do you manage these? Like, yeah. you know, you want to just start talking in this <laughs> space, and I'll You're be, I'll be like, looking at you. And, like, my
1: students, speak, will, um, they'll be like, uh, you know, they'll be jumping in too quick, and I'll say like, hey, what, what's going on there? Like, can we can like maybe take a step back and pause? And they're like, well, the silence was awkward. And I, just, and I said, well, who made the silence awkward? Who decided the
0: silence was awkward? And they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> And i pretty good at it, because at school, yeah. you know, you have those in the classroom all the time. You mm-hmm. ask a question, and everyone stares at you, yeah. or going answer, yep. you know. But yeah. in that other setting, it's, it's very, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, you know. But I just, <laughs> yeah, I just sit if in if it. There was, okay, yeah. yeah that's, and that's good, too. You sit in it. Mm-hmm. So
1: Because you know. sometimes people just need to
0: think, too. Yeah, you're right. We are so busy talking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All of yeah. us. Many of us. The internal processors, especially. Yeah. Like, they need you know, a little bit of time. They need a beat, before
1: we just yeah. keep going to the next thing so yeah <laughs> what's the
0: what led you then from the clinical setting to the teaching like what what moved you into that when you did yeah. you just feel a pool to that no, that's where no it was just like
1: um synchronicity that's the best way of describing mm-hmm. it like I just got a phone call from one of my under uh, my master's professors and he was like hey we have an opening in our doc program would you like to uh <laughs> would you like to have it have position I was like how long do I have to decide and he said it 24 hours oh, so I was that. like okay I'll call my mom <laughs> <laughs> thanks mom you're the best <laughs> um yeah I called my mom and then my really good professor friend from my undergrad I called her and they were like well you know this is kind of an amazing opportunity would you ever want to do this like is this something you were thinking about And I was like yeah but maybe in like 10 years I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking right now and they were like well might, might as well go for it so I chose to um and it was a really good decision I felt like I worked through my whole master's so I felt like being able to quit my job and do my doctorate like fully Mm full-time I was able to do a lot more in-depth research and like um practice than I was able to do my master's so I felt like it really prepared me well for what I'm doing now and I honestly just was thrown into teaching and I love it it's Mm -hmm. like my favorite thing I I absolutely love it um so that was just one of those things I like stumbled into, not yeah. really knowing if I'd yeah. enjoy it, but I really do, and so I'm really grateful that
0: I just decided to go forth. And, and are there it. are there plenty of up and coming counselors? Oh, there's a ton. Are there? Yeah. Okay. Do you think even more <laughs> gravitating towards that field I because think of so. the current I like, climate so. that we live in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: and because of the pandemic, I think a lot of programs have had to get really. Uh, creative and so there's a lot more like online oppor- like online opportunities yeah, yeah. to take classes and so people who you know maybe have kids or have like crazy work schedules I think um the opportunities for them to to be able to do a program now more than ever are more accessible so um yeah we we don't have a shortage of people okay. going into the field thank okay. goodness because we but there yeah. seems to be
0: a shortage of like it's hard. It's hard to find someone, or maybe I'm thinking of you know because I teach. I'm in the world of education. You know, there's so school's not enough. No, there are not, no. Not enough. school help counselors. For all the kids. And I'm in a small school,
1: but yeah, ugh. school counselors. That's a school, ish, you know, it's an administration issue too. Like mm-hmm. you know, the administration has to decide how many counselors yeah. are going to hire. Yeah. So like that's kind of a different world than clinical. While we're the while we're the same field, we're kind of separate. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I've seen a lot more schools have people come, like, they'll, like, contract with clinical mental health counselors and bring them in. Yeah. Um, So they won't work at the school, but they'll come into the schools on a couple days a week to just help out the school counselors because the school counselors are inundated. I mean, I I think the average is, like, one school counselor for every
0: 300 to 400 kids. Most like right. across
1: the nation, yeah. so that's just way too many yeah. kids for one Absolutely. person. To and that's be able a counselor.
0: That's not even just that's not just dealing with mental health, right? right. That's they're College doing, counseling, career counseling, stuff, you know, all yeah, all the guidance, guidance stuff. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. doing all so. of it.
1: Yeah, they're yeah Jenny, who works here as school counselor. Yeah. and I'm just like I just look at her. I'm like, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> just because there's just I can't imagine how yeah. how overwhelming it is right now. But yeah, so I see that. But yeah, I mean most I mean most of the places here. I've heard most of the counselors are booked out till end of January early February, so um yeah, so people like if if they want to get in i would I would encourage calling as soon as possible because yeah. you're gonna be on a wait list unfortunately, um unless you find someone who's like up and coming or new who's out out there
0: trying to get a caseload yeah. started um, so yeah how do you find someone how do you get started yeah. i mean i like personally, I got lucky with that I found someone yeah. that i connected with yeah in a really positive way from yeah. day one yeah but i know that's not the not scenario because... yeah so i always so how what do you yeah. suggest for somebody maybe ready to seek out you know in a and i for me it's like it's that objective point of view uh-huh. it's a uh-huh. it's just yep and someone in, who said to me you know you don't have to believe everything and then reframing how you think. Yeah. So I'm learning that that's like a big part of it. Yes. It's not changing it's right. just changing the way you think. Yes. But anyway, how do you if you're if you're ready to find someone, how do you what do you think is yeah. a good process? For yeah. So if you
1: first of all if you know anybody who's like in the field, I always tell people like even here at the gym they'll ask me, and I don't want to counsel someone from the gym because, like, they're my friend. Absolutely, So there's, yeah. like, that boundary yeah. here. But if you know someone who's in the field, asking them who they recommend, mm-hmm. like, I'll even ask my therapist who they recommend for other people just okay. to help with that. If you don't know anybody in the field, there's a website called Psychology Today. It's kind of like a Facebook for, psych- like, uh, people in the mental health field. Mm. And you can go on and you can type in your zip code and you can put in your – and you can kind of filter by – preference so you can put in yeah. your insurance you can so you can only get people that are like going to take your insurance or whatever um, and you can read their profile and you can call them or email them from there and then what I do is I set up like a 15 minute consultation call yeah. not everyone does that but that just helps me help them decide if I'm a good fit for yeah. them at least at the get go it doesn't mean that you know, yeah. every single yeah. person we can't yeah. in 15 minutes figure out if we're going to work right. together but it can kind of help with some of those questions that people might have So, um, that would be my suggestion because it can be a really nice way to kind of vet people, um, from there to be able to decide if, you know, but based on their bio or the things, um, it also tells you on the bio, like what their specific specialty area is. So like if you're dealing with anxiety, you probably want to see someone who has anxiety as a specialty area. So that can be a really nice way, but I mean, just like anything, like referrals, are probably the best. Like, if you know someone and you trust them and they go to a therapist that you re- that they really like, yeah. being able to talk to them about it. So it is kind of being vulnerable and honest with friends about, hey, my therapist is really great if you ever need yeah. somebody. Like, my therapist, I probably sent all my friends to. Really? I think we all <laughs> go to the same one. And I make a joke because <laughs> no therapist can tell any other person that, you know, who they're, who they're right, seeing. Right, right. But I'll be like, you know, that friend that we're not supposed to talk about that you don't know. But that person, you know, like I know all of my right, friends right. go to her. So I think as soon as uh, as soon as someone finds someone good, yeah. like all of your friends yeah. will likely go there. So it's about being honest, too, with people. But if you're if you're really looking, I would just look online. I think that's okay. the best place to start, really. Um, yeah. But, yeah, if any people at the gym are looking for a therapist, I can be of assistance. <laughs> okay. <That's>
0: just, <laughs> no, I'll just put really, myself out there is. and let you know I have
1: some good ideas in the back of my
0: head. <laughs> so. Well, let's talk about RTC then. Yeah. You mentioned, you know, obviously that you, the community here is yeah, an important part it. of your mental health. But mm-hmm. what brought you here and how yeah. long you've been here? And I just let's just talk about, like, yeah. all the, I mean, you were strong from the get-go. I remember I you mean, when you oh, first came, so but nice. you really have, like, do You feel like you've just oh gosh like oof yeah just moved so far. From I have the, oh my from goodness from day one. So but so talk yeah. about your your fitness journey here and what brought you here.
1: Yeah, so I came. So I moved back here in November of twenty nineteen. So I started. My sister in law actually was coming here um, at the time, and she was like, "Oh, this new gym." Well, I don't think it was new, but we were new here. Um, This gym is great. It's, like, really state-of-the-art. It's really clean. That's something that (laughs) everyone always says about RGC, but it's it's true. It It is is true. It's so clean. It is true. Um, And everyone keeps it clean, which is, like, I just love that. Um, So, anyway, they had, like, Saturday morning, like, free – at that time, before the pandemic, they had, like, Saturday morning free classes for the community. And so I was, like, okay, I'll check those out. Um, And so I started coming to those, and I – Really, really liked them, and I had such a blast. And so we would it, we were like partner workouts, and so I'd partner up with my sister in law. And then the pandemic hit, and I just thought that Allie, like Allie, was sending like daily workouts mm-hmm. and making them like, hey, and I knew like a lot of the gym members like took some stuff home. They rented. I just, yeah. I just thought Allie was so creative. And so ahead of the game when it came to that. And then she even had like things like putting <laughs> putting rocks in milk jugs. Like I just I was like so appreciative of how she handled everything. And I'm sure it wasn't just her and I'm sure there's other people that were involved. But, you know, she's the spearhead of the whole organization. So right. I just I just felt like Yeah, I just I really appreciated that. And I got the workouts to my house. And so I did the workouts or to my email. So I did the workouts at my house and I just tried to be as creative as possible. Yeah. Like yeah. I put a barbell, yeah. not a barbell, I'd put a dumbbell, like in a book bag and like yeah. run around yeah. my neighborhood. Because <laughs> at the time we had yeah. no idea how intense it was or anything right. like that. Absolutely. So I did that for about, you know, whenever the pandemic hit, March of 2020 through probably the end of, end of that year. By myself, so okay. it was just like doing RTC at home workouts, yeah. so I didn't come back here at all. And then I just that fall, I teach like three classes at a time in the fall B semester, and it was just super overwhelming. And so I stopped working out completely. I was just like, I just couldn't, you know, yeah. I couldn't get, I couldn't get it together. So I was like, I need support. So at that point, then January of twenty twenty one, would that mm-hmm. have been this past yeah. year?
0: Yeah, seems like forever ago though. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, this year was a long one.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> I'm like, wait, did I just start yeah. this year? I think
0: I just started this year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I started this year then, early this year, and came back. But I really hadn't. I'd only been here like a couple of Saturdays. Okay. So I started here early this year. That does seem crazy. Yeah. It um. Is. And because uh, I was just like, I need like the accountability. I need the support. Yeah. I need the people around. Um. And that's when I started coming back and. Yeah, I did the at-home stuff for as long as I could, and again, yeah. the community thing drew me back, because I was like, I just remember when I was there, everyone was super nice, they knew my name, they said hi to me. Like, those kinds of things mm-hmm. just matter so much. Yeah, um, they do. So yeah, I've been coming ever since then, and fairly regularly, and it's,
0: yeah, it's been great. <laughs> it's been awesome, so I'm, yeah. So talk about the the fitness aspect of it what do you like what 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 do you love like your favorite exercise your least favorite what what progress have you made what do you see in yourself that you're most proud of yeah I mean strong you like I said you were strong from the (laughs) get-go but like you've had you've made some gains girl thanks gains with a z I can't imagine
1: if some if people don't know me they're listening to this anymore I think I'm huge I'm really not
0: (laughs) I'm like, I, like, if
1: you're looking and This at those, is all
0: complimentary, like, I know, hair, like I know, I know. are compliments.
1: Like I know, shoulder, I, shoulder, I, that is a compliment. I am literally not thinking, like, I, I just don't want people to be like, oh, I thought you were huge, <laughs> and then they come in and they're like, oh, you were on that podcast, you were not <laughs> no. that big. Um... No, so I think the biggest thing I've noticed is my strength and my yeah. endurance. Like, so I'm not a good runner. Like, anytime I see a run, I'm like, oh, why? <laughs> and Because I was a swimmer. And that was always something that was just so frustrating is we would do what they call dry land in swimming, where you would do, like, exercise on land. I know yeah. that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> but we'd do it before we'd start swimming. Okay. And I'd be so slow, I'd be so slow, and then I'd get in the water, and I was, like, killing people, like, I was yes. so fast, so it was always just so disheartening, because I'd be, like, the last one in from, like, a run, and then I'd get in the water, and I'd be super fast, but anyway, so, I've, being here and doing, like, weightlifting and doing all these other, like, random exercise, I ran, like, we did a mile run just to see, and I was at, like, 10 minutes, and, You've got to understand, like, normally I'm like at a 15 minute mile. Like, I'm so yeah. slow. And I just was like running, and I was like, wow, I'm yeah. actually not too shabby <laughs> at this anymore. I was shocked. It was one of those things, it wasn't like I've run. I run a lot. It's so I just noticed like doing certain things impacts other exercises or yeah. other mobility things that I just didn't didn't think it would. Yeah, I guess. Um so I think the strength aspect and I guess endurance for sure. (laughs) Has has increased. A ten minute mile
0: and a fifteen minute mile. I know it's huge. Totally different mile. And it was just like a Mm -hmm. day where
1: they're like, Yeah, Yeah. we're gonna run a mile today and see what happens. And I was like, Oh gosh, like I'm not prepared for this. And I just went out and ran and it was and I wasn't really even that winded. I was pretty impressed
0: with myself. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I I, those are great moments though, aren't they? Like when you come in and look at the clock. Sometimes I it's what I expect it to be, and that sometimes I look at the clock and I'm like, oh, surprise! <laughs> <laughs> that will take me through the rest of the day. Thank yeah. You. yeah, Um, yeah, and I and I guess I like
1: I like being able to put, you know, like how much you lift on a certain day into the app, and then be able to see like later That's on, like, gross. wow, I lifted way more. You know, even just like two month, like two months later than I did. Yeah. You know, a couple months ago, so I like seeing those things, but. I, I think overall, I just, it's an hour where I'm not thinking about anything else that I'm doing, <laughs> you know, like, where it's like, this is my time, and I don't have, like, anything else distracting me, and I think that that's, like, the most important thing for me, so it is a mental health thing for me, um, it's not the only mental health thing I do, but it is one of them, yeah. and it's very important, um, and, yeah, and I, I know I just like to come here and, like, laugh and have yeah, a good time, too. And sometimes that means, like, the coaches have to tell me to be quiet. <laughs> fine. But, um, my own. Yeah. It's fine. You're not alone. Yeah. Like, Katie, pay attention. This is important. Okay, sorry. Um, but, yeah, I have some good friends here who I really enjoy. And so I think that's part of it, too. But, yeah, I've, I've, I love it here. I think it's the best. I think it's the, yeah, it's great. And I, you know, now that I realize just now that I've only been here... Like, I haven't even been here for a full year. I'm excited to see what next year brings. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what is your favorite exercise? I mean, I like a good... Hmm. I, I, to be honest, I'm really good at rowing. (laughs) So, anything that has rowing in it, but, like, I like a good exercise where there's, like, three or four components Mm. to it. And it's, like, a longer one. So, when I see, like, today we had, like, a 22-minute, I was like, all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. or like 25, even 30 minute. I like the day. I even like those ones where on the holidays where they're like longer. Oh, I love those too. Yeah. There's yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, I don't family. know. I don't know all the like in yesterday. Like, yeah. Good, love a good chipper. Yeah. But I like, it's like do one thing at a yeah. time. Like, yeah. I don't care how long the list is. Yeah. That's it. it. Don't, don't time cap me. Just let me, that, let me, just go at it. That's how I feel too. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I don't know all the, uh, all the CrossFit lingo, but yeah,
1: yeah. I like that. Um, weightlifting days are fun, but I do feel like I'm, like, I'm always, like, a little antsy to do something else on those yeah. days. Because they're not usually um, cardio-based. But I know they're important, so I do them. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I, li- I like a good where there's, like, multiple different options. Um, and hopefully one day, you know, like, I'll get to some RX weights or whatever. Yeah. But until then, trying to keep myself healthy and
0: not yeah. hurt as I gain muscle and strength. And strength stronger, so more strong. And yeah build your endurance yeah so well you mentioned that exercise isn't the only thing that you do for your mental health yeah. what are other things that you like to do yeah what do you maybe recommend for other people i know like you know for me too it's fitness that, that i know exactly what you mean and, I, and, yeah. and other people say it here too yeah, it's that do. mind clearing like yeah one hour i'm just i'm just focusing on oh how yeah. hard it is or yeah. you know but right. it is but at the end you're yeah. like there's just a sense of okay i've let go of yeah some of the stuff yeah you know.
1: And I mean, I I mean, every research article will tell you like exercise Mm -hmm. is like it releases endorphins and it gives you the happy brain chemicals like dopamine. So like it's good, it's good for people to move. It doesn't mean CrossFit has to be your thing. Right. That's like, to me, it's like I think
0: it should be. But but like come here, just just, be really healthy. Right. 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 No. (laughs) But like, yeah,
1: just like move your body as your body is able. You know. Um, But for me, I. I go to therapy myself so that's like a huge part for my mental health but like um you know cooking a good meal or reading a book or you know when it's nice out gardening um so yeah like there's like lists online you can even find of just like what they call pleasurable activities and you can just go through some and try something new or find a new hobby or do something that you enjoy I always tell people like if running five miles is not going to bring you joy, like that's not self-care. Right. Like you need to right. find self-care that like makes sense that's that punishing. you enjoy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, if that's a part of your workout for the day, fine. But then also find something that you're gonna actually enjoy and it's not gonna be like something you're sitting there going, Oh, yeah. this is the worst. Yeah. So like, you know, I think it's specific to every person. But yeah, sometimes you sometimes the things that worked for you in the past don't work for you now. Yeah. And so to be able to say, okay, I don't want to, I don't have to keep doing that thing. Like, I can do something different and find something that will work for me in the present moment. Um, I know kids, that, like, people that have kids, you know, lifestyle changes, like, work shifts and changes. So just finding what works for you now. Like, I found this app on my phone where you can, like, color a picture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, just even little things yeah. like
0: that. Just calming, just calming stuff. Calming.
1: Yeah.
0: From one of the books that I read is like about regulating. Yeah, right? regulating, like regulating your, your yeah your system. And yeah, finding a like that sense of calm. And, right. So, yeah. so. <laughs> I know. I said. <laughs> Yesterday I thought this is almost like a therapist's office with the couch. And it is. is succulents right there, which are I think I mean, those are supposed to be calming for people. Yeah, and there's a little tiny basin of sand with a rake, which I thought how dumb that is, is this? This is the dumbest thing ever. But then I started like moving <laughs> the rake in the sand, like oh this is you're like cold. I am like, a believer now. <laughs> This is sorry Allie, this is not as dumb as I thought it was. Like why is there a thing you see in here? I look at that and think someone's gonna dump that. Someone's gotta clean it up. I mean but that's yeah. Like, oh that's very that that's very, very relaxing. So I can see. But little things like that though, just that you that you can do and I see mm-hmm. you know, kids at school with their like tactile you know, squishy stuff. yeah, yeah. The squishies mm-hmm. and the you know, the fidgets I know mm-hmm. were big for a while and still. But anyway, yeah. just all those little ways to Yeah, to regulate. Yeah.
1: And there's like this really cool, I don't know, I don't know how much to get into it, but there's, in essence, like there are people who are more internal and there's people who are more external. So if you find that you're more focused on your internal world, so for instance, your feelings, your physical sensations, your thoughts. Um, it's like that person that's sort of in their own head all day. Yeah, like okay, if you're more internal. And, and <laughs> some people are more external where they're really aware of their surroundings, so they'll, they're They're noticing smells or sounds Mm. or the things that they see around them. We're all both. Like it's not like we're all internal or all external, but sometimes we gravitate more towards one or the other. And it's really helpful if you can notice that to be able to balance it with the opposite. So if you find yourself thinking all the time, like, "Oh my gosh, what's happening next?" or "I'm I," you know, this part of my body is itchy, or like if you find yourself really internal. What you can literally do is bring your attention to the external world so you can check in with your external world. Like, what do I see around me? What kinds mm. of smells? Sometimes it's not the greatest to smell at the gym, but you know what right. I mean? Right it smells right. or tastes or sounds. And if you're a more external person and you're noticing that it's really overwhelming, so like you're really aware of everything going on on externally, you can come into yourself and think more internally. Like, what kinds of sensations do I feel in my body? What kinds of things am I thinking about? And so to be able to kind of balance between the two, okay. be able to move between the yeah. two, it's, it's a mindfulness technique, really. But it's just being able to notice, like, is it too much externally and I need to come in a little bit? Or is it too much internally and I need to come out a little bit? And being able to, like, balance some of those things, um, that can be a really helpful resource when you're trying to self-regulate, yeah. which people are doing with their fidgets. So they're yeah. becoming more yeah. external because they're internal. Um, so yeah, so like people have found ways to manage that stuff and I love that. I think that's great. We all manage in different ways. And if it takes like a little tiny fidget and it's not interrupting like what's going on, yeah. let's give the yeah, kids the
0: fidget One hundred percent agree. Okay. Or if someone needs to stand or like, you know, yeah. take like, a quick little walk, like right. a okay, cave. Yeah. That's gonna make you learn better. Exactly. You know, if the day's gonna be better that you're moving. Like yeah. I I don't I've never understood the we all to, have to be the yeah, same right you can right so <laughs> yeah. anyway i yeah. understand what you're saying there yeah. so. all right well thank you so much for talking yeah. to us today Absolutely. anything else no this is great okay. i okay. appreciate but it but i do i do think you know some of the strategies that you mentioned for you know wellness and mental wellness yeah. and regulating are, are really helpful and thank yeah. you for sharing your, your journey with us and i just i'm to watch you just get stronger and stronger girls? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still jealous of your arm, so I'll That's just fine. be looking at yours. We <laughs> <laughs> admire each other. It's ah, fine. There you go. All right. Thank you so much for being here to you. Take care.
1: Okay.